So we're quarantined, and we have plenty of time to put together a podcast, but unfortunately there are no sports going on. So is this still going to be a sports podcast? Yep, about the NBA. Since we miss the NBA an awful lot, we'll talk about... What we miss from each team. So we're going to go through each team Mm -hmm. and discuss what we miss for each of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. There are 30 teams, so this might take a while. But everybody has plenty of time to listen to a podcast, right? Yep. Because we're all home watching Netflix, listening to podcasts, listening to music, and checking the news every once in a while. Right? So, all right. Let's let's go. What's the first team? The first team, we're going to start with the Eastern Conference. So, the Milwaukee Bucks. So, the Bucks were having a great year, and... What I'd say I miss most about watching them is Giannis. He was having a great season. He was poised to become uh, NBA uh, NBA MVP again this year, and they had a good shot at going to the going to the finals. And who knows if the season's going to um, resume at some point? But the thing is, he was uh, definitely uh, they they have a really good team around him that can shoot threes like Bledsoe. Uh, who else? Um, Brooke Lopez, Middleton. So it really good team. But yeah, Giannis is definitely the person we miss the most. And we were supposed to go see them mm-hmm. last week against the Withers, but unfortunately, the game's postponed. So hopefully, we'll catch them when they're back in town. Hopefully, relatively soon. So what team's next? The Toronto Raptors. Raptors were second yeah, in the were East? Yeah, they were second place in the East. Wow. So what I miss about watching them is just the possibility that they could actually repeat as champions. They, Since they're in second place, they had a really good shot. And nobody really thought this at the beginning of the season. And I have to also say I miss watching Pascal Siakam play because he was having a great season, and it looked like he was really coming into his own ever since... Um, since Kawhi left, and the team really hasn't uh, really hasn't missed a beat. Yep. All right. So, what team's next? In third place was the Boston Celtics. Celtics. You know, I'm not really a Celtics fan, but I really do like the core that this team has with Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum. So I m- miss watching all those guys, particularly doing so well this year. Even though they were. They really overperformed. They really overperformed too, but I have to say I miss. We'll get to Taco Fall in a second, but I, <laughs> I also, but I miss watching Marcus Smart just because he he's not the most talented player on the team, but he hustles a lot and you know he's in at the end of the game and he would help help the team win. And of course we all miss Taco Fall yeah. just because he's Taco Fall. <laughs> Number four in the East is the Miami Heat. So what do I miss most about the Heat? I'd say, I hate to say it, Jimmy. I've never been a Jimmy Butler fan, but the way he's handled his himself this year and really facilitated in the offense, he's he's really helped the other players around him develop. And I'm very impressed with how he played. And he, yeah, you you think of him as like being a huge ego and also being a bit of a ball hog, but I think that. You can really lay those criticisms to rest the way he's been, um, the way he performed in Miami. But of course, I also miss Bam Adebayo, yeah. just because his name is Bam, and 
last year hardly anybody knew who he was and now he's a stellar all-star yeah i actually didn't know this next team was next but the indiana pacers indiana pacers are in fifth what do i miss about them um victor oladipo because he had a really gruesome injury he was out for about a whole year and he came back and it was interesting to see how he would perform the latter part of the year and in the uh, playoffs plus just the fact that Aladipo is from the DMV and he is a uh, he played at the Matha he's a great great all-around player we uh, we're always rooting for him right all right next is the Philadelphia 76ers the Sixers, um, what I miss most about them is just their dr- the drama surrounding the team. Um, but, uh, but no, in all seriousness, I like the way Ben Simmons was playing this year. He, um, he, ben Simmons gets a lot of criticism for not being able to shoot threes. And well, actually, he doesn't have any, he can't shoot an outside shot at all. But he plays great defense. He passes. He he finds his teammates to get them good shots, and he's also a good, great scorer on the break. So I think he takes a little. I mean, he should develop an outside shot. That's considering the fact that he plays point guard. There, but everybody just focuses on that um, insufficiency he has. But at the same time, he does an awful lot. And whenever Embiid was injured, he. Uh, he really overperformed, and uh, the team struggled a lot on the road. But at the same time, I saw you know an awful lot from Simmons, particularly on the defensive end. Who's next? The Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> a lot of players. Um, who, who do I miss? I guess uh, what was it? Lavert, Karis Lavert was just going crazy. After the All-Star break, there was one game I think he had like over 50 points against the Celtics. So he was completely uh, going insane. But it was it's also interesting just all the commentary around the Nets because the question was how would they do with Kyrie and KD next year. So there wasn't as much focus on the team this year as there is speculation about the future. And just the fact that Kyrie's on the team, I think the they're not going to perform as well as some expect. Right, next, I actually did not know that they were in eighth place, but the Orlando Magic. Orlando, God, what could we ever say about the Orlando Magic? <laughs> um, actually, what I miss most about them is just the, um, the fact that Markel Fultz, who's also from the DMV, is getting a second chance there after it really failed in Philly. But... Uh, He's, you know, he started playing really well as point guard for Orlando, and I'm glad to see that he's he's doing relatively well. And I, in the, uh, he, I think he, you know, I heard a couple interviews with him. I think that he is having a, uh, you know, he enjoys it there, and a lot of the pressure is off from being a number one pick that that he had to deal with in Philly. So it's good to see him, good to see him doing well. All right, next is our team, the Wizards in. Ninth place. Ninth place, yeah. I don't think they were going to make the playoffs. But uh, what I miss most about the Wizards, really just the whole... Yeah, the whole team. Um, it was difficult watching them because, in a way, they're kind of, they kind of overperformed this year. 
because they weren't expected to be good at all. But at the same time, they also underperformed because the team is better than people thought they'd be, and they could have actually been in in the top eight, and it could have been closer to playoff contention. Um, but one player I particularly miss watching is Beal, because he was on a tear after the All-Star break. He got snubbed from being on the All-Star team. He should have been on because he was second in the league in, in scoring. He was an All-Star the past two years, and he... Uh, I mean, he he's the main reason to to watch the team play, and he is. Um, but after the All Star game, or yeah, after the All Star break, he was averaging like thirty six points a game, which is the same the same average James Harden had. So it's um, having a completely insane year, and I was just impressed how he how many the overall asset how well he could facilitate on offense. He would set his teams, his teammates up for good shots. He could take the ball all the way to the basket. He drew a lot of fouls. He has a great mid-range game, and he was shooting for a while, just completely lights out from three. So it's real, real shame that the, well, obviously, real shame that, that, that the season had to be cut short for so many different reasons, but, uh, so many different levels, but at the same time, um, yeah, it was unfortunate that the, that uh, Beal didn't get to fully uh, see this see this season be realized. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the next team we don't watch. I don't think you'll have much to say about them, but the Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. I'm surprised they're even still in the league, right? <laughs> now in. Uh, Devonte Graham, he uh, kind of just came out of nowhere this year and was a had a lot of like really exciting games. Um, so it was interesting to um, follow him this year and also to see how his career pans out. Now that he's taken this step to becoming close to be, he's close to becoming an All Star. All right, next we have the Bulls in eleventh place. Bulls. Um, what I miss most about them is Zach Levine putting up all these points, hitting all these threes, getting all these dunks, and the team still not doing well. It's too bad because he's a great talent, but he's always on teams that just aren't that good. Who's next? The New York Knicks. What I enjoy, what I miss about the Knicks, um, all the drama that comes out of their, um, out of the team. It's always fun to uh, fun to follow, but in all seriousness, I actually uh, miss watching R.J. Barrett play. After um, after the draft, the the th- the three biggest the th- the three top picks were Zion, John Morant, and R.J. Barrett, and it was clear that both Zion and Ja were going to be really good, but there were a lot of a lot more questions about R.J. Barrett. But I think that the way he came on toward the end of the season, he really, uh, yeah, he he really he really showed what he could, uh, his promise for 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 the future. I think that he started hitting more threes. His three point shooting isn't that great, but he, you know, but he's he's he looks a lot better than he did before, and just he it just seems like he plays with a lot more confidence. 
he played with a lot more confidence t- toward the end of the season. And I, I don't think he'll his career will be as good as Zion's and Jaws. He, he'll be compared to them a, an awful lot over the years. But I think that he will, you know, he'll put together a pretty solid career. Particularly if he if he leaves the Knicks, he'll even probably put together even a much better career. Who's next? The Detroit Pistons in thirteenth place. Detroit Pistons. Um, enjoyed the uh, revival of Derrick Rose. He uh, it's pre- it was pretty exciting to watch on the uh, Pistons. Um, besides um, Derrick Rose, not not much more interesting there. <laughs> All right, the Atlanta Hawks, they moved up a place. Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I would go with, uh, I miss watching Kevin Herker. He was a, he played at University of Maryland, and he left after two years, and I didn't think he'd be a really good pro, but he's actually performed pretty well. Um, He's carved out a starting spot on that team, and, you know, um, he doesn't probably get as many shots as he'd like because of Trey Young, dominating dominating that team's offense but I think that I'm curious about how this team pans out in the future because they have a lot of young talent and Trey Young is really really good but I see some of James Harden in him and just you know he's just out at the top of the key dribbling ready to shoot a a long three and I don't know how much of uh how good of an offense can be if it's um centered around a player like player like Trey Young. All right, so our last um, team in the Eastern Conference is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I guess what I miss about that, that's another team with like a lot of drama. Um, uh, Kevin Love, Andre Drummond, Thompson, Sexton, they actually should be pretty good. Um, I, I guess again, there's just so much drama around the team, and there seems to be no real direction. And their coach actually quit mid-season. I guess what I miss about them is just again following all the twists and turns of the team. Even though they're in last place, they always made for a good story. So that's the East. All right, on to the West. I think you know first place in the West, the Los Angeles Lakers. What I miss about watching the Lakers is the chance to root against them. Always have to root against the Lakers, and um, though I, you know, every time I think, um, you know, a lot of us think that LeBron has lost it, he comes back, and it, and it just seems like he, 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 he was really dominant this year. He he changed his game up in the fact that he, um, he was leading the league in assists. And instead of carrying the load uh, all by himself, that he's been able to get his teammates involved. And you know it. You know when the season around when the season ended, it looked like it was going to be the Lakers against Bucks in the finals. I mean, I would if I had to bet, I would have put my money on them. Obviously, they're the top two teams. Both um, there are about five or six teams in each conference that could have actually won won their respective conferences, but at the same time. Um, the way LeBron was playing, I, yeah, I think that they were that they were definitely the favored. All right, next we have another LA team, the Los Angeles Clippers. What I miss about them, uh, definitely Sweet Lou, um, Lou Williams off the bench. I, he's really he's 
he uh, could 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 light up a game anytime he uh, he needed to, and I think that um, he really complimented Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, really really well by giving them rest and be, being able to score as they uh, as they either rested for the entire game because of load management or because they had their um, or because they just needed to sit for an extended period during the game. All right. Next, we have the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. I missed. Um, I missed Nikola Jokic because he uh, he's a big man who can shoot and pass the ball really, really well. And the fact that he's so fundamentally sound made him uh, made him a fun player to watch. But also just the fact that he would get his um, teammates really involved in the in all the game in all the games. I think though, the problem with Denver is just they're very, they're very well-rounded team, but it's they just weren't really consistent, and I and I just I had a, you know, last year they they during round one they went seven games, they were they went seven games against the Spurs, and then they lost in seven to Portland in the second round, and I saw. And I would have expected something similar to happen this year. Just I just don't feel that they're quite have um, the strength to knock off some of the stronger teams in the West. All right, next we have the Utah Jazz in fourth place. Utah Jazz. I miss the fact that they are a team. Watching what I miss about watching them is they're a great three point shooting team, and they were smart about it too. They're not like some of these. I don't know. Sometimes the the three-point revolution that's happened in recent years in the NBA has been exciting. But at the same time, whenever it goes bad for a team during a certain game, it can be really painful. Like I remember watching a, uh, a Raptors game earlier in the year. And at one point in the fourth quarter, they had been 6 for 42 from 3, which is just atrocious. And my question was, why did they keep on shooting threes, even though they kept on missing? Why not... Just do a pick and roll and try and get a layup to get back in the game. But anyway, back to the Jazz. Um, so yeah, they're they're great uh, three point shooting is what I what I miss the most about them. All right, next is OKC Thunder without Russell Westbrook. <laughs> what I miss about this this team really fascinated me this year because they were supposed to be awful, but they were they're. They were in always in the top eight in the West, and they really overperformed. And I really like um, Shy Gil Gilgis Alexander. He is a he came over in the trade for Paul George, and I think that in the end he's going to be a really really good player, and it's going to make that trade look really really bad for the Clippers over the longer term. Not only did they get SGA, but they also got a ton of draft picks. So I think that, um, yeah, uh, I miss watching SGA and just really the team just overperform. They they kind of had they kind of were like an underdog, and it was also nice to see CP3 perform well, even though everybody everybody thought he was washed up. And uh, so, I, but even though who knows what uh, Chris Paul's future will hold with the team, but I, I think that 
the OKC has a really good young young core that'll be pretty good for a while. Alright, next we got the Rockets. They're that low? They're sixth place? Seventh place? Yeah, they're sixth. Yeah. <laughs> what I miss about that them is just watching this experiment of having a small team. The whole team was six seven or shorter and I don't I it was fascinating to watch, but it just wasn't actually wasn't that fascinating to watch. It was actually sometimes pretty pitiful, but it just it was the experiment wasn't going to work. But it was interesting to see it fall apart as it had. Um, so yeah, I don't really like the Rockets. They're probably my least favorite team. So I was glad that they fell fell as uh, much as they did. All right, next we have the Dallas Mavericks. What do I miss about them? Luka, having a great season, triple-double. He's obviously the future of the NBA. Uh, one thing that really, he's, I think, 21. When If he plays to, like, his late 30s, he'll retire when I'm in my 60s. I don't even want to think about it anymore. But he, uh, but hopefully he'll be healthy, and he'll keep up this level of play, so... We can watch them uh, for uh, for for a long time. All right. Next, we have um, eighth place, which is like where the cutoff is for the playoffs. Yeah. And we have the Memphis Grizzlies. Well, I miss watching John Moran. He was having a great rookie season, and we saw. Mm -hmm. Uh, against the Spurs. Yeah, we saw a Grizzlies game against the Spurs in Memphis late last year, and um, yeah, the Spurs crushed the Grizzlies. But at the same time, Jaw is just an exceptional talent. He's a human highlight reel. Uh, great, I wouldn't say a great three point shot, but he, he he's a good three point shooter. But he uh, he's great at driving to the basket, and he's short and skinny and. You know, he reminds me kind of like a mix of Steph Curry and Allen Iverson. All right, Who's next, next? We have the Portland Trailblazers in ninth place who did not make the playoffs. I miss Carmelo. He, uh, I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't think he'd be successful by going back to, uh, going back to playing after being, after being, uh, out of the league for probably almost a year, but you know he started performing really well. And you know, again, Portland wasn't doing well. They have a lot of injuries, but you know, I enjoyed watching uh, Melo sometimes. You know, perform similar to how he did back in his dur during his peak. All right, next is one of my favorite teams, the New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, I miss watching Zion play. Um, he just started. To um, he just came back, and he was really lighting it up. Just the fact that he, yeah, uh, I, I was a bit skeptical because of how well he would perform in his first year, and after having all that time off because of the injury, I didn't expect much. But he came back, and his presence inside is pretty massive, and I. You know, it's going to be obviously exciting to watch him in the coming years, and hopefully he'll be injury-free so we get a good look at him for for a long time now. 
Alright, next team we really don't talk about that much, but the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento. Who do we miss the most? Buddy, Buddy Heald. Heald. Obviously. How can you not like somebody with the name Buddy Heald? But th that's all we'll say about Sacramento. Yeah. Alright, next we have the Spurs. Spurs. Um, what do I miss? I guess what I miss is discussion about some of the discussion about Popovich's future. I have a feeling he's near the end of his career. He's probably one of the top two or three greatest coaches of all time, and it'll be sad to see him leave. Um, but, you know, the team had a great run from, what was it, 99 to. 2019, I think they made the playoffs every year, plus all those championships, too. All so. right, next team has one of my favorite players on it, Devin Booker on the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns, they're... What do I miss about... They're not a good team, but they are definitely a... They're definitely, like, a, a fun, up-tempo team to watch. Kelly Oubre, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Rubio... I mean, there's a lot of talent there, and I again, I think they'll probably just be middle-of-the-pack team in the coming years, but yeah, Devin Booker, hopefully, hopefully, given how talented he is and how good of a player he is, that he will be on teams that will make the playoffs in the future so we can see more of them. All right, we're coming to an end, but in fourth, 14th place, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're coming to an end here, almost? Wow, we're doing this pretty quickly. Um, Timberwolves. What I, what I miss the most is Carl Anthony Towns and the story that, his story of his mother getting the coronavirus and now being in the hospital is really sad. So um, we just hope that um, Kat's mom can survive this and that you know whenever the NBA does resume, he'll be back he'll be back on the court all right next we have the worst team in the nba currently <laughs> with 50 loses and 15 wins 50, 50 losses yep and 15 wins yeah the golden state warriors used yeah. to be like the best team yeah so it's a little different now what i miss the most the backcourt of clay and staff hopefully both of them will be uh healthy next year and we'll see them back near their peak and the whole and they'll compete for the top of the western conference but you know it has been fun watching some of the younger players play like pascal pool who was telling the other courtney lee right mm-hmm yeah so um good luck to the warriors that that their season will turn around next year at this at this time they'll have 50 wins and only 15 losses right Oh, it was Damian Lee, sorry. Yeah, not Courtney. <laughs> Thanks for the fact check. <laughs> um, anything else to... Uh... No. No? No? Well, that was enjoyable, right? Any Anything else you missed about the NBA? No. No? So hopefully um, we'll uh, see all these guys play relatively soon. Mm, yep. So yeah. In the meantime, um, few few recommendation, few sports recommendations. Definitely um, basketball or nothing on Netflix. It's about a high school 
a Native American high school team in Arizona. It's a documentary on that on that school and uh, TV. T, uh, Thirty for Thirty. Rewatch the uh, one on the rivalry between the Celtics and the Lakers back in the eighties. And also, I've enjoyed watching NBA classics on NBA TV, going back to some of the games in the 90s. And lastly, watching some of these college basketball NCAA finals. Uh, I'm excited to see the Georgetown Villanova game from 1984, which is on tomorrow. And, you know, I remember watching that game over and over and over because it was the greatest game ever played. And it still is. Right? Mm hmm. Okay. All right, thanks a lot for, for listening, and we'll be back soon, right?